0: Welcome to The Money Talk, where it doesn't matter how much money you have, it's what you do with it. I am your founder, Alexis Bertoldo. Talking about money is so taboo. I created The Money Talk so we could have a place where we could feel free to share our knowledge and experiences without judgment to help each other reach financial freedom. Hello, Money Talkers. On today's episode of The Money Talk, we are going to switch things up a bit. Today I do not have a topic and I will not be alone. Today I am joined by the Money Talks first ever guest, Myra De Leon. Myra is a self-made entrepreneur and a phenomenal businesswoman with multiple talents. She runs a company called Good September Co that does event and commercial photography and videography as well as marketing for small businesses. Plus, her greatest job being one of my very best friends. So, seeing her grow over the years into this amazing woman and growing such a fantastic business all by herself and against all odds has really inspired me, and I'm hoping it inspires all of you as well. So, without further ado, let's get to the interview. All right, Money Talkers, I have with us today on the show Myra DeLeon. Hey, Myra, how you doing? What's up, Boo? So awesome that you could join us. I really wanted to start incorporating other business women, um, women in particular, but other entrepreneurs that have created their own businesses so that anybody out there who wants to start their own business can also do the same and learn from people who have done that. So um, first things first, can you tell us a little bit about your business
1: Yes, first of all, thank you so much for having me on here as your guest. I love you, I love everything that you do, and I think it's amazing that you're doing this um, and highlighting women that um, are entrepreneurs and that are doing something great in the community. Um, So Good September Co. offers photography, videography, um, and um, marketing to small business and entrepreneurs as well.
0: That is amazing. So can you tell us how you came up with the idea for your business and kind of just what led you to forming it?
1: Yeah, uh, of course. This is a little bit long of a story, but
0: just condense it as best as you can for the
1: people, girl. I will try. So whenever I was 16, my mom bought herself a camera and she wanted me to use it for whenever we traveled to Mexico so that I could film and take photos of the family that way when when I would come back, um she would have those memories. So Long story short, I fell in love with taking photos and videos and I used her camera almost all the time.
0: I think I remember you telling me that you were like obsessed with that camera and like you went everywhere with that camera.
1: (laughs) I was uh, obsessed um, to the point where like she just had to give it to me. So she just gave it to me. And I was that kid that was just in her room on the computer manipulating photos editing videos instead of like asking for like video games or like clothes shoes like i just wanted software and just new new things for my camera um so i went to school for cosmetology after high school and i knew that that was going to be just a short term but ended up being 12 years of cosmetology
0: I remember your cosmetology days because you did my hair a time or two. <laughs> I did. I remember that. Yes, like that was, was before like,
1: you moved to Miami.
0: Yeah. Yeah. With so, lots of weird stuff happened on my We head. did a lot
1: of weird stuff. <laughs> um, but yeah, that was uh, 12 years and I realized that I was just not, you know, fulfilled. Like mm-hmm. I just didn't feel um, like that was what I wanted to do for the rest of my life. I was... Um, At heart, I'm an artist. So my mom just said, hey, maybe you should go back to college. And I was like, well, maybe I'm just too old for that. I was already like 25.
0: Which is not old, by the way. When I look at it now. we feel really old. Go on.
1: (laughs) When I look at it now, I'm like, that was not old at all. Yeah. So I went back to school and I did um, marketing and with a concentration of graphic design. Um, And so that's where my... Just my whole passion for marketing started. Um, I started working as an intern at Lanier Islands Resort. And that really just boosted my love for mm-hmm. marketing. Um, and I said, you know what? Why don't I just take photography, videography, and marketing and just make it one giant thing? And it was it's beautiful. Yeah, and exactly. I love it. And I'm, I am completely obsessed with it. And I, I know that this is definitely my path.
0: Right, definitely, because you got to mix together all of the mediums that you love to use and create a business that allows you to express your art and profit off of it. Exactly. Exactly. I'm so glad that you you got led to that. I mean, that's amazing that you you thought that you wanted to do something, and then you thought that you were too old, and you took a chance anyways, and now you're doing what you really, really love to do, because a lot of people... Feel like they're too old to go after their passions, and you're never ever too old. I mean, and we think that we're old now, and
1: exactly. <laughs> and we're really not. Right. And so it 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 was just really frustrating at the beginning because um, the first two years of of the college, um, I was just like, what am I gonna do? I know I'm in this marketing program, but like. I'm, you know, I paint, I draw, I I do things with my hands. Like painting's not going to pay my bills. Like I was just thinking all these things and I would just ask people like, hey, what do you think that I should do? You know, with this degree, I was so uncertain. And then like the third year of uh, college, I was just like, I know exactly what I'm doing. I got really into branding and marketing and advertising. And now my passion is just to help entrepreneurs and small businesses
0: get to where they want to be. And that is so amazing because small businesses need that help. And there's not a lot of people that focus on helping small businesses build their business so that they can actually generate more income. So with that being said, what are some of the hardest things that you've had to overcome, like obstacles, once you decided what you were going to do and what your business was going to be?
1: Oh, man. Um, I feel like every small business owner knows that these are the... The trials and, um, obstacles that, that you go through. Uh, for me, it was funding, it was finding the right clients, and it was knowing what to charge. Because honestly, when you do something for the first time, you're like, what am I going to charge? Like, am I going to be too much? Am I going to be selling myself short? Is this price going to be, you know, reflecting my value? It's just really hard. So I think those three things I'm highlighting because they were like the the most um, obstacles that I had.
0: Definitely. And, and you and I have talked about the pricing thing before. When you are doing something new and you are creative and it's not, I'm selling, you know, like I'm a realtor. I sell a house. This is what the price is. That's just what the price is and commission is X percent of the price. And people don't question that. But for some reason with creatives, people question what you charge. So the, the friends and family discount thing, we've talked about that. A lot of people will be like, Hey, um, Tamira, not to me. Nobody ever asked me to like give, you know less commission to myself because that just doesn't make sense but to a creative they're like hey can you do a photo shoot for free can you cut my hair for free Mm -hmm. can i get a dis?" and it's like the people closest to you should be the people willing to pay you what you deserve and more because they want to see you succeed and it's always those people that are trying to get a freebie and it just makes it hard when you're (laughs) trying to generate clientele and those should be the first people you go to when they're the ones that don't want to pay you
1: Exactly. Um, that is a hundred percent. Um, and if we've talked about this, um, numerous times just because we were both on this journey of, you know, being a small business owner and an entrepreneur, um, with, the uh, I feel like one big one too was saying no. And this pertains mm-hmm. to like, this is connected to like what you're saying. Um, when, uh, when someone close to you comes up and they're like, oh, well, you know, is, that's a lot or like, you know, trying to get a deal from that. Um, one of the hardest things is to say no, but you have to say no in this business because ideally, and this is factual, like that is not your client. Mm-hmm. That is not going to be your client and um, you know who your clients are. And unfortunately, like if your price is at a, at a place where like others just can't reach to it, then those are not your potential clients. Mm-hmm. Your clients that will be your clients will see your worth and they will pay whatever it is that you're asking.
0: Correct. Because they know your value and they know that the quality that you bring to the table. So that's what they're expecting when they hire you. The exactly. price that you're offering them. Right exactly. On. Exactly. I, I totally get that. And, and like you said, we've talked about that before. And that's definitely a struggle that many small business owners and entrepreneurs and creatives in particular run into. Because how do you put a dollar amount on something? Um, like we have a friend, Gavin, he paints and like I used to paint and I didn't know what to charge I would charge like 50 bucks like a painting and it's a custom painting (laughs) and I spent all this time on it and you know and Gavin's out here like oh I have this $300 painting and I'm like ooh
1: $300. Like people will pay for it. Because because it's
0: quality and it's beautiful and they expect a certain product from him and that's what a lot of creatives have to keep in mind like you know what you bring to the table and you should charge accordingly and if someone can't afford that then that's not the ideal client for you and it's okay to say no.
1: And then to add to that there's a a complete misconception about um, photography um, having a value. Um, People just think that um, the session is what we are charging for. We're not charging for the hour the hour session. We're charging for the hours that it takes plus, you know, to to edit plus the hour session plus our equipment costs plus the gas that it took to get there. I mean, there's just like multiple, multiple things. Our software
0: that we pay monthly on, um, our
1: website.
0: I mean, it's like a list. That's very true. A lot of people just see the end product and they don't see what it took to get you there.
1: Exactly. So
0: they're like, oh, well, anybody could have took pictures of me in this sunflower garden. No, I have a professional camera. I came over here out of my way and I showed you where this garden was. You didn't know where it was. That
1: costs thousands of dollars, by the way, because equipment. Good equipment for photography and videography are not hundreds. They're thousands of dollars.
0: Correct. And like you said, like the endless hours of editing. Because anybody can take a picture of you, but is it going to be edited correctly? Is the lighting going to be right? Can they suck in your stomach? Can they whiten? Your- <laughs> <laughs> can they whiten your teeth? Can they make your backwards graduation cap look frontwards after the fact? <laughs> so yeah, but. that's what you're paying for you're paying for the whole shebang you're not just paying for the end product so i know you also said that funding was hard to come by in the beginning and since this is the money talk we want to talk about the money so can you just tell me a little bit about how the funding was in the beginning and and what you went through to get funding for your business
1: let's talk money then um yeah so i did a couple things um So, at the beginning, you know, money is always going to be a determining factor. Mm -hmm. Um, And I didn't have it. Um, I was still in school. I was working at a job that I wasn't paying enough. And so, what I did was a few things. I cut down on bills that I didn't need. Mm -hmm. So, to this day, I just have Netflix and disney because jose (laughs) by the way jose is my husband um and um i think we have hulu as well but that's it Mm -hmm. and um so we cut down a lot of bills um i um started using credit cards that had like zero apr for a certain amount of months and that's Mm -hmm. how like i could i would get equipment um also best buy had this well they always have this deal where if you get a credit card through them you have like 18, 12, 18, I think they do also 36
0: months, no interest
1: to pay it off. So I would... That's, I just want to
0: stop you right there because that's something that a lot of people, for some reason they know about, but they overlook. Yeah. You can finance things yourself with no interest rate. If you get a, a, you apply for a new credit card or a Best Buy card that has zero APR for yeah, a certain exactly. amount of months, and as long as you pay it off in that certain amount of time, yeah. then you're interest free. So that's a good way to fund yourself without accumulating interest right off the bat.
1: Right. And so that's what I would do. I, I would get these credit cards and I would put, you know, a camera on there. I would pay it off. Um, I would get another lens. I would pay it off. So that's how I was able. I, would, I mean, I got my computer, my laptop through that. And that's how I got my way around that. Um, I also got a second job. Um, just to pay for like extra things, like things that I wanted to buy for myself, you know, and, um, and I started saving money, the little bit of money that I, that I could save, I saved. So not going out to eat with these, you know, fancy restaurants as much and like going shopping like maybe twice a year, you Mm -hmm. know, one for like the summer and like maybe one for like the colder months.
0: Yeah. And that's definitely, Uh, A lot of small business owners and entrepreneurs in general, when they're starting out, have to make those sacrifices in the beginning so that you can generate that income to put into your business so that you can then get the profits because you reap what you sow. If you don't put in the work and if you don't put in the money, why do you think that other people are going to put money into your business if you're not willing to put money into your business?
1: Yes, exactly. And I had that knowledge going in. Uh, I knew that um, something very important that always stuck to me is... If you don't invest in your business, you will not get investment back. So I knew that, yeah, right now I'm going through these sacrifices, but I'm investing. I'm sacrificing to invest. And I know that I'm going to go, I'm going to go ahead and reap what I sow at some point in time. And so this is where I'm at right now. I'm reaping everything that I, that I sowed into my business and, um, it just worked out and I encourage everyone else to do the same, you know. Maybe at the beginning you're not buying you those fancy clothes or those shoes or like that new phone that comes out, but it's going to be worth it
0: in the end, I promise. Definitely, and I can attest to that because you know, I used to always bartend and I used to kind of always have that easy money bartending money and I don't really shop a lot, but I spend a lot on food and, and you know, going out and, and you know, drinking out. Um, But when I started real estate in the beginning, I couldn't work as much at the bar, I was spending more money investing in my business, investing in the class and investing in the exam and investing in marketing. And, And it took a lot of sacrifice in the beginning of not going out to eat and, you know, not doing all that fun stuff. You can still do it, you just have to change it up, bring people to your house we're going to order pizza. We're not going to go out and spend a whole bunch of money. or and cook. S-
1: cook at the house. Cooking. You know?
0: Yeah. I mean, and we love to cook. So it's just changing your lifestyle and changing your habits. It's And that sacrifice. You just have to have that mental, okay, so I'm sacrificing this so that I can get that. And then now we're both at a place where we are finally reaping what we sow. We exactly. are generating that income that we sacrifice so long to get
1: and your future self always
0: always thanks your past self because whenever you're doing things
1: for your for yourself and your business and for like the good of your future like your future self is always going to be like oh i'm so glad that i did that in the past or i'm so glad that you know i
0: took those steps that's very very true so um now that we talked about the funding in the beginning um how do you handle your finances now as a business owner that you are, you know, getting profits and you don't have to sacrifice as much and you do have this income coming in?
1: Okay, so what I'm doing now and this is always a learning process. Like I'm I'm not in any shape or form like a
0: in, you know, a personal finance expert. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not you. <laughs> Which I'm not an expert. I am self-taught. I just know what i know and yeah. you never know what you know <laughs> and i feel like
1: i learn a lot of things from you but um but yeah i'm i'm in the process of learning i'm reading books i take your advice and i take you know a lot of other people's advice as well and um but what i'm doing now is just you know saving money saving as much as i can um also obviously investing in like my business still so like there's always new equipment that that we need and so i invest in that um better equipment means better quality work so mm-hmm. that's what i'm doing and then obviously the whole spending as well like yes we get to spend and we we get to go out but like i am not going crazy like on these crazy vacations i mean you know me airbnb right. um, like we're we're
0: very <laughs> smart like money wise we do all that fun stuff but we check for prices and we shop around for the exactly. best stuff and we kind of even though our incomes have grown we've like we keep our spending kind of the same i feel like we just i mean if there's a better more, deal somewhere else exactly we're gonna take it if you're gonna get the same quality at a better price why would you pay more exactly exactly and
1: sometimes it's just the name sometimes it's just the brand and so we're just like you know what if i could live with like you know maybe not brand for this and. You know, we've talked about this. Certain things. Certain we things have to you need to spend money on. That, yeah, that, that need to be spent on.
0: And other things can be Walmart. Exactly. Or Dollar Tree. Shoot. I mean, really. I mean, <laughs> shoot. <laughs> okay, so um What are some of the perks of running your own business? Since we're kind of like leaning into that. Now that you're your own boss, you set your own hours, like what, what is it that like you really like the most about running your own business?
1: I absolutely love this question (laughs) this is the best part of being your own boss time time and and this is the thing like i know people say that like when you own your own business it's like twice or three times the work of a of a nine to five but Mm -hmm. really you're you know you're you're handling that you're scheduling yourself you're scheduling you're you're making your schedule to fit your needs so that's something that i love and i cherish and i wouldn't trade it for the world um And I don't think I could ever go back to a nine to five after being in this situation, you know, in this um, beautiful place that I'm at. But yes, so time. And um, not only that, just being able to just do what I love and do it whenever I want and how I want it and. Not have to, you know, answer to whoever. I mean, because sometimes you're like, you have ideas. And if someone's like above you, you know. They might
0: stifle them. They might
1: stifle them. And you're just like, oh, it's kind of disheartening sometimes. Mm-hmm. So now I have complete freedom and complete just, uh, I could just manage yeah. the whole entire thing by myself. And I love it. I love being able to just, you know, do what I want and do what I love. And finally, be at a place of peace and comfort. And I feel
0: like I'm being very productive. And I feel like I'm actually doing something. Yeah. Cause some people in the world can't be their own boss. Some people don't have the willpower to, you know, put in the hours that it takes to get to be successful. But when you're doing what you love and you have that passion, like you never feel like you're working. So you might be working more, but you're working at hours that are more convenient for you. And you know, at times that are more convenient for you and you get to set your schedule. So whatever works out, you know, that that was your choice and you never feel like you're working. You not, you don't have to go in and punch a clock and punch out a clock Yeah. and the, just the freedom that you said freedom, exactly. I feel like is what, what sums up what you said the best.
1: Yeah. And I don't have kids right now, but I know that that's going to come in complete, um, positive whenever I had children and, um, I'm going to be able to just, you know, be with them and like you know, do the things that I want to do and still be able to work because you know me, I would not be able to be a stay-at-home mom. It's just not me. <laughs> yeah. um, Girl, yeah, I would go crazy. But definitely working from home or working remotely, like, that is my jam. And I know that this is was the best decision that I could have ever made. And, and like you said, not everyone wants to do that. Not everyone mm-hmm. has that mentality or maybe not everyone want, you know wants to have a business and that's totally okay. Um, but some of us just are steering in another direction mm-hmm. and it's, it's okay with whatever you choose as long as you're happy.
0: Yeah, I definitely agree with that. Um, so do you have any advice for anyone who wants to start their own business since you've been through there so you can kind of like pass on the knowledge?
1: Yes. Um I think like my number one advice would be do it. <laughs> There's no other thing like yeah. and I know it sounds so cliche but like there are so many things that you know would hold you back your own thoughts of like well maybe this is not for me or maybe I'm not going to be able to do it. I don't have the money. I who's going to buy my product? Who's going to You have to do it because I saw a quote today that said something about um the what's the worst that can do that can happen it I mean it not working out you're not gonna die you're not gonna you know get this disease from it like you're not gonna you know just be without a home or like what like you're still gonna be you you're still gonna be you're still gonna have your talents you you can do something else or you can try it again Mm -hmm. what's the worst that can happen it's like asking something and getting a no
0: yeah I definitely agree. Um, I feel like, I don't know who told me this. Um, I think it was my mom. She said um, the the stupidest question that that there is is the one that you don't ask. So you can't know if something's going to work out if you don't try it. And exactly. and a lot of times your self doubt can just really hinder you from taking that next step. And what is the worst that could happen? It doesn't work out and then you go back to doing what you were doing before. I mean, or it works out and you have all this freedom and you have this amazing business and you're growing and you're succeeding and you're thriving. Yep. So yeah, that's great advice. Just and I want to
1: add one more thing to that um that always always sticks with me um before I went back to college for marketing my sister claudia de leon which i don't know if you guys some of you might know her um tater therapist um and a counselor and she she told me she's like because i was debating whether i should go back and you know i just wasn't i was in like a really bad place in my life i was so unhappy with what i was doing and she said um she was like sissy like you know that time is still gonna go by with or without your degree like you're, D-
0: she's like
1: you wondering if it's gonna work out for you like time's still gonna go by so four years is still gonna go by and you're still going to not have a degree or you're still not gonna have what you wanted to do and so what you're what you're gonna be left with is just the what if and I that was like eye-opening literally like mind blown like and I was like you're right in four years from now Time has had, well, it will already pass. pass. It's going to pass anyway. And I will not, I will always be with like a what if, what Mm -hmm. if, and I don't, I still don't have what I need. Mm -hmm. And I mean, it's not that cosmetology wasn't doing it for me, but like, it just wasn't where I was happy. Mm -hmm. And so that's something that I would definitely tell everyone else, like, Time is gonna pass by with or without you, making a decision. Just go ahead and do it. Yeah. Your future self will thank you a thousand times.
0: Yeah. And I hear that all the time, like, school is two years, school is four years, mm-hmm. or that's such a long time. Oh, and that's so it's so true because that time is going to pass whether or not you go to school or whether or not you take that new job or you take that leap. And yep. if you don't, you're going to be stuck with the what if and the unhappiness that you're already at.
1: You're still going to be miserable in the place that you were to begin with four right. years ago. And so that's another four years exactly. if you decide to go back.
0: And if for some reason you fail, you don't have that what if. You tried it. You know that you gave it a go and it exactly. didn't work out. Exactly. 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 That is such great advice. Um, so now that we are nearing the end of our segment, if any of the listeners want to utilize your services, what is the best way that they can get in contact with you?
1: Yeah, they can contact us at www.goodseptemberco.com or find us on Instagram at Good September Co um, and Facebook as well, Good September Co. Um and just yes, send us a message. Um there's a form on there that you can fill out and ask you these questions about like what you're interested in and then we'll we'll email you back. Um also the the website shows um all of our services and products that we um have, um whether it's weddings or commercial. So yeah, I'm very, very excited to
0: Get some business, girl. Get some business. (laughs) Definitely. (laughs) To help
1: you guys out, for sure, and to get you going.
0: Definitely. Well, I am so glad that we had you on the show. Um, It's been a pleasure. And um, is there any final thoughts that you want to put out there before we let you go?
1: I just want to say thank you so much. This was so much fun. I love it. (laughs) You know, I, like, love to talk, but I didn't know that it was going to be, like, so comfortable just you know being here with you which i mean it always is but like on a podcast it's different because like you know other people are listening right but this is my first podcast episode ever um (laughs) i haven't even started on my own podcast which that's something that you inspired me to do so i will um do that do that very 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 soon my first intro intro episode
0: Awesome sauce. Yep. Well, yeah, I'm so glad that we did this. And it turned out, I think, pretty fantastic. And this is probably one of, not one of, like the easiest podcast I've ever done because I'm not talking to myself. I actually have a guest. <laughs> <laughs> and we can talk and communicate and definitely... Um, and
1: drink sparkling ice, caffeine, uh, water.
0: Zero calories. <laughs>
1: zero
0: calories. Um, yeah, but, you know, this is definitely something that I want to go... Um, Focus on a lot more in the future, having guests on that are entrepreneurs, that are business people, that are finance savvy, and um, just so that they can tell their story so that the listeners can get more perspectives and just see like, you know, we all, we started from the bottom, now we're here. You know, like everybody goes through trials and tribulations. Everybody has to just start. Everybody's scared. Everybody, you know, has doubts. And it's just about just doing it.
1: And what does Alexis say? I I love love it.
0: it. (laughs) And now for the bloopers. So can you tell us how you came up with the idea for your business and what kind of led you to creating your business? Yeah, of course. So
1: this is a little funny and it's um, interesting as well. I, uh, My mom had a camera whenever I was 16. And I... Um, blah.
0: <laughs> to- Blooper. We thought- well, definitely that is very, very great advice. Um, if the listeners want to... little, That is such great advice. Um, so now that we're nearing the end of our segment, if um, the listeners want to get in contact with you, they want to utilize any of your services, what is the best way for them to get in contact with you?
1: Yes, um, they can contact us at www.goodseptember.com or find us on Instagram, goodseptember. goodseptember.com. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: That is such great advice. Um so now that we are nearing the end of our segment, um if the listeners want to utilize your services, what is the best way that they can get in contact with you?
1: Yeah, um they can contact us at www.goodseptember.com come. <laughs>
0: <laughs> She said good <laughs> goodseptember.com. <calm> okay. <laughs> Thanks for listening. If you like what you heard, share the podcast with your friends. If you want more money talk, you can visit the blog at www.themoneytalk.net. Stay tuned every Monday for new episodes.